I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 322 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Craig Wayne Boyd was the season seven winner of NBC's The Voice. He was nearly eliminated from the competition, but battled back and ultimately won the show under Blake Shelton's team. He has been crushing the country music scene ever since. Like me, Craig has four children, one of which is brand new. It's exciting to have him here with me today, and his fan base is extremely loyal. They have been hitting me up and sharing all about this upcoming interview since I first announced it. Craig Wayne Boyd will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Craig Wayne Boyd was recorded on video and is available for you guys to see on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and Craig Wayne Boyd, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And it's amazing what a difference that two weeks can make. When I recorded this interview with Craig, the coronavirus wasn't shutting down everything in the United States yet. The biggest news actually at the time was the tornadoes that ripped through Nashville, which we discussed in our interview. Uh, one of my big hopes here is that with everyone quarantined, I can provide some solid content for you guys to listen to, especially those who are looking to kind of get away from the pandemic talk that's dominating the news here. If you missed out on my last episode with Little People Big World star Matt Roloff, please consider flipping it back one episode and take a listen. Uh, the interview has really just exploded in the downloads. It's been picked up uh, by InTouch Weekly and other publications. And I encourage you to go through the archives here and check out all the other dads that have joined me here. Everybody from SEAL Team 6 operators like Rob O'Neill, who killed Osama Bin Laden, to actors like A.J. Buckley, who plays SEALs on CBS's SEAL Team, and everything in between. So please go through, check out all the awesome dads that have been on the podcast here, and please help me spread the word about this podcast to every dad that's in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks family values rule and every day is father's day right here with me and i'm gonna be right back with season seven winner of the voice craig wayne boyd i'm alec lace and you're listening to first class fatherhood all right dads the summer will be here before you know it are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smashing Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, Smashing Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F Supplements.com. Joining me now, a first-class father, Craig Wayne Boyd. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have four kiddos at the moment. I've got uh, seven, four, two, and new. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, very cool. I got four kids myself. Uh, what kind of uh, sports or activities you got the older ones into? Uh, my oldest is a little, he's a BMX racer. Uh, we've been out on the track a lot. Uh, Daddy dislocated his shoulder trying to keep up with him, but <laughs> it's, it's been a fun thing. And I, uh, 
I wanted to get him involved in something that um, he could kind of push himself with. And uh, it'd be something that he's not sitting on a bench or anything like that. I thought it was really cool to get into the to the BMX racing. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you guys do any kind of like gender reveal for the new one here to find out what you were having? Or did you wait to the end to find out? Oh, man, I, I can't handle surprises. That's not something for me. <laughs> I, I have to know what's going on. I have to be able to plan for it. So, yeah, as soon as we were able to find out, we were finding out. Okay, very cool. Craig, if you could, just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Well, man, um, my name is Craig Wayne Boyd, and I'm a season seven winner of The Voice. I've been a a musician most of my life, and um, it was something that I thought was probably going to be the main thing that I've done throughout life. And uh, little did I know that that kiddos would come into my life and and fatherhood would take me in the uh, a different direction and, and kind of uh, made me realize that I'm, I can't be as selfish as I was before. Yeah. W- what would you say has been like the biggest challenge for you since becoming, uh, you know, the, the winner of the voice? Uh, what are some of the challenges that come along with that while being a father? Uh, the balance of time is probably the, the biggest thing for me. Um, when I, when I, I try to, when I'm at home, be that, be a dad and just stay at home and, and uh, put the phone away and uh, and hang with the kids because that's what they want. They want your time. And uh, so I, I try my best to do that. And uh, when daddy has to leave to go to work, then he's 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 gone for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, you know, like I said, I have uh, four children myself. And for my wife and I, the hardest transition we went through was going from two to three. Uh, that that year seemed like one day for us when we had added our third. Uh, what was the most challenging transition for you so far? And how has it been with uh, adding the fourth right now? Um, number four has been knock on, I better find something to knock on because it's been fairly easy and I don't want to say say that lightly, but, uh, I think you're correct in saying that the transition from two to three, that's the, that's when you become outnumbered at that point. And, uh, that's, that was probably the more trying time. Now, number four has been, uh, not as, not as bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you on that. And uh, what type of uh, disciplinarian are you, Craig, as a dad? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Um, it's been di- it's been kind of different for each kid because their um, their spirits are different. Um, my oldest is so tenderhearted. Um, I think he's had maybe he's had the the hand or, or a uh, or a paddle maybe once or twice in his life. And now it's just a count. It's one, and, and then he's jumping. Um, and luckily enough, the fear of, uh, of, of, of God or dad or whatever you want to call it, um, being in him has helped me out with the other three. Um, my, my middle son, uh, Graydon, the two-year-old, now he's, uh, he's going to be trying on me, I'm, I'm certain. Um, I've found for him is – being able to or separate him from what he's doing is uh, probably a stronger punishment than even anything for him. Cause he, if I put him in the corner, then that's what really breaks his, uh, his uh, attention. And, uh, and he realizes that he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well said. And what, what about, what was the, um, uh, were you a fan or a, a watcher of the voice before you auditioned for what, what kind of pushed you over the edge there to try out for the show? And was that the first time you, you, you made the attempt? I had never really watched the show before. Um, before I had moved to Nashville back in in like the 2000 era, um, I had seen American Idol, and then I had heard about the Voice stuff, you know, as a as it as it showed up. And um, 
it, it intrigued me, but I had, um, being a musician and, and running down that path, uh, my career had many highs and many lows and I was actually on one of those low points. And uh, I, I was like, I got an email that said, Hey, are you interested in being a part of the voice? And I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a sick joke from a friend or something. Uh, I was like, yeah, right. And there's no, we're actually serious. And uh, so I, I followed up with it. Um, and I knew at that point I had, I had a, just a, a newborn son um, from uh, in from a previous uh, relationship. And I was, uh, I was able to, I was doing construction work on the side just to uh, make ends meet, uh, to buy diapers and, and cans of tuna fish for me. <laughs> that was, that's what you had to do. You know, you, uh, the kids, the kiddo came first. Um, and uh, I knew that I, if I took the chance to do this, that I had the possibility of doing something well with it. And luckily enough, my, my, uh, that was right. Yeah. And, you know, Craig, there's a lot of parents out there that, you know, maybe they're stuck in a job that they, they necessarily don't really like. And, and they have these kind of talents on the side and they enjoy either singing or music at some capacity. What kind of advice do you have maybe for the parent out there that's listening that that really their passion is with singing? They're working this job they don't like. They don't they're afraid to kind of take a chance because, you know, they don't want to do any damage to their own family. What kind of advice do you have for that parent maybe seeking a, a career in music? Um, it, it's, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, you know, um, cause the kiddos in your, in your family is obviously, uh, needs to be the most important thing. Um, I was blessed in the way that I was, uh, able to, to chase that dream and, and had a support system around me that was, that allowed me to do that, um, and see if it was, see if it was something that would work for me, um, that would probably be the biggest advice is to, is to make sure that you have the support system around you, that you can uh, have the ability to chase something of the sort. Yeah. Well said. And I know that Nashville recently was rocked by the tornadoes that went through there and everything. Uh, were you th in Tennessee at the time when that happened? And what has the uh, after effects been like over there for you? Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. I know that Nashville recently was rocked by the tornadoes that went through there and everything. Uh, were you th in Tennessee at the time when that happened? And what has the uh, after effects been like over there for you? Oh, man, I, uh, I was here in town and I, um, I had a friend of mine that messaged me at about uh, 12, 1230 in, in, in the morning. And I, I woke up and my, my son was uh, off with at his mom's house and happened to be Mount Juliet, which if you've seen the news, that was just rocked in uh, Stoner Creek Elementary is where my son's been going to school and it was just leveled. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I was uh, I was up all night um, via because of because of the tornado going through Mount Juliet. 
um, it took out cell towers and everything else. And I wasn't able to find out uh, if, if he was even okay um, until early morning. And it, it had me devastated. Yeah, it's one of those things where you wake up, you start seeing this stuff trending on Twitter. That's usually where I find out like something like this has happened. So it was, uh, but it was great to see the outpouring of support that came in immediately, um, you know, for the city, uh, you know, and the after effects of that. Yeah, this town, this town is definitely one of those towns that uh, that that helps each other. Um, and well, like I just mentioned, making sure you have a support system around you. Uh, this town is definitely is uh, well versed with that, and. Um, it's uh, it's been amazing to see the outpouring of love and support to to everyone. Yeah, and it's one of the good benefits about all the technology and the social media because there's so many downsides of it. But uh, stuff like this, it seems to be a big benefit where people can come together and figure out ways to help out. But on the technology, that's one of the big struggles for myself right now. My oldest of my four is 13, uh, and the technology is an issue, as it is for so many parents out there. Have you introduced uh, your oldest yet to technology? Is he involved in swiping screens and YouTube and all that stuff? How do you handle that? Um, Actually, surprisingly enough, I I have all the three olders are are all technology savvy. Um, And the, the bad part about that is like going back into the tornado stuff. I didn't realize how much uh, intake of the tornado information that even my two-year-old was taking in until he, they were playing upstairs, uh, I think it was yesterday. And he comes running downstairs. He's like, Daddy, 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 NATO outside, NATO outside. I was like, what? What are you And his uh, sister came down. She was like, oh, we're playing tornado. I was like, do what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how much of that information that they were taking in and they were playing uh, I guess that's the way for them to cope with it, that there was like, oh, there's a tornado outside. We're playing that. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, but getting back to the uh, the technology stuff, um, I, I have I allow my son to have his he's, he's got an iPad. Um, and so does the youngers. But I have, uh, of course, the the block, the kid block on there for them so that they uh, they can't access uh, things that I would prefer than them not. Yeah, and, and staying with the technology here, it's changed the way that we consume so much, especially the way we watch movies now and TV shows. But it also affects the way that we now consume um, or listen to music. Since you now your your career has taken off here and you're in the music industry, um, how much uh, of a problem is the technology for you when you're trying to put music out there? And is a lot of it? Do you do a lot more live shows because of that? Um, it is definitely the the. Even with uh, right now, Spotify and and uh, there's a, a couple of Amazon, I believe they're they're suing the songwriters at the moment and trying to uh, to lessen the amount, which had not been changed up until I think last year. They changed it for the first time since like 1909. Uh, the the rate of what the songwriter got paid um, that amount it's it's just ridiculous the the amount of money that we are losing off of because album sales aren't happening anymore so yeah it, that in turn has it keeps me away from home a little bit more than than i would prefer because I, we have to make ends meet right yeah and i always wonder how, how difficult that must be for the artists just because i mean yeah I, I was i grew up in the era where we couldn't wait to get the album and that was a whole part of the that went along with it just getting the inside cover looking at the lyrics and, and things like that i kind of miss that uh, with this now, everything is just downloaded, streamed, and it seems like all the content is for free to get. It's uh, it, it, it definitely makes it harder. 
Um, I, I'm old school too. I mean, I, in my garage, I've got, uh, I got boxes and boxes of CDs that <laughs> I, I go through and pull out of, of about tw 20 or 30 of them and, and throw in the house so that I can listen to them. And then I'd switch them all out. Um, I, that was the fun part for me growing up. And that's what actually brought me into music was reading all of the liner notes and, and knowing who the musicians were and, and who wrote the songs and stuff like that. To me, that was the, that was the fun part. Yeah, very cool. What does the bedtime routine look like for you there, Craig, when you're putting the kids? Are you a lullaby guy here? Are you singing them songs uh, from the latest album? How do you got to put them down to sleep? Yeah, it's so funny. I uh, There's a few songs that I sing from my childhood uh, with uh, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, and uh, uh, She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain When She Comes, uh, and, uh, of course, Johnny Cash, Walk the Line. That's uh, that seems to be the closer that shuts down the kiddos at that point. Very cool. Yeah, that's the go to. Huh? Oh, yeah. uh, what are what are some of the biggest values that you're hoping to instill in your kids here? Um, respect, um, respect of their of their uh, peers. To me, I think that's the most important thing, because if you res if you respect yourself and you respect others, then then you are able to gain that uh, in return. Yeah, very well said. And uh, obviously, your career's taken off here. What kind of goals or plans do you have here for yourself for the future? Um, we are. I'm working in the in the studio right now. Um, I've been. That's where Daddy's been going to work lately. Is uh, going into the studio and working on a new album, and uh, that's been keeping me busy. And we've got uh, some new announcements coming, uh, like uh, within weeks of of this new project. And I'm very very excited for people to hear and uh, understand what, what we've been working on. Yeah, very cool. I look forward to hearing that. And uh, last thing I want to hit you with here, Craig, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? Uh, trust your instincts, because uh, there's not a book out there that will teach you what you uh, what your natural instincts will tell you. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Craig Wayne Boyd, you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Hey, brother, thank you so much. Glad to be a part. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Craig Wayne Boyd for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it in for Friday's episode. Longtime boxing trainer, the legendary Teddy Atlas will be joining me here. It's a special one for me. I've been following Teddy and been a big fan of his for many years, uh, so don't miss out on that. And please follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to catch up with all of the latest upcoming guest announcements. Next week, I will be hitting you guys with three bangers. I got great guests lined up. Make sure you follow me to check out who they are. I hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, and staying tuned. This has been First Class Fatherhood. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.